The National Education Association has jumped headfirst into wokeness. The White House dodges after being asked about Hunter Biden's Chinese business dealings and the big guy's involvement. Plus, you won't believe where Joe Biden is sending our strategic oil reserves. All that and more. I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Friday. Hope you had a great week. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with the National Education Association, which, as you know, is the largest teachers union in the country and is an organization that embodies everything that is wrong with government run education of our children, from lowering academic standards to critical race theory to left wing activism to radical woke ideology. The NEA has become the mouthpiece for everything that is anti-patriotic, anti-children, and anti-education. At the recent annual meeting, Vice President Kamala Harris was one of the featured speakers. And here are some of her comments. Keep in mind once again that this annual meeting is a gathering of teachers, people supposedly focusing on educating our children. It's not a political rally. It's not an Antifa convention. Here's Harris. While you work hard, to teach the principles of liberty and freedom in your classroom, these so-called leaders are taking freedoms away. Freedom away from women and the freedom to make decisions over their own bodies. Well, that certainly has nothing to do with reading, writing, math, or science. But Harris wasn't done. She had to add her comments to the left's growing push to sexualize young children. Freedom away from a kindergarten to third grade teacher in Florida to love openly and with pride. Love openly and with pride. Give me a break. That's Harris's attempt to cater to the LGBTQ community when the Florida law simply says that schools can't teach sexual orientation or gender identity to children in kindergarten through third grade. Young children need to be children, not being taught about sex or taken to some drag queen events at an adult bar or something like that. And Kamala Harris knows that she's in an auditorium of leftists and just gives them exactly what they want. But on the flip side, it's not like this group needs any prodding from Harris. All you have to do is look at a sampling of proposed resolutions from their meeting to see that the group is so far out of the mainstream that it's no wonder parents have had enough. Government-run schools are not focused on education. It's indoctrination into a woke left-wing ideology. What's funny is that Harris was railing against the overturning of Roe v. Wade, but it appears the NEA doesn't even know what a woman is. Here's the story. The National Education Association proposed a resolution that would change the word mother in contracts to birthing parent for the purposes of being inclusive to the LGBTQIA community. Using this contract language, members need not worry about how a board of education solicitor defines maternity leave, mother, and or father. The language is an inclusive reflection of how LGBTQIA members build families, the proposed resolution said. Well, I can tell you one way that families are not being built, regardless of whether people are gay, straight, or something in between, 
and that's by a man getting pregnant and giving birth. It hasn't ever happened. It's not going to happen now, and it won't happen in the future. Women give birth, period. We can pretend all we want, but those are the facts. Here's more. Normal people don't use the term chest feeding or birthing person or any of this stuff, Nicole Neely of Parents Defending Education said. I think it just further underscores how completely out of touch the teachers unions are from the concerns of normal parents. It's horrifying, she told Fox News Digital. Alana Fishbean from No Left Turn in Education said the proposed resolution represents how the left wants to destroy the family. They are arrogant. They are dismissive of the family, the parents. It's beyond Orwellian. Even in science fiction, I don't know if you can have such a script of complete destruction of human society, she said. What a mess. And just in case you thought that maybe that was it, that the NEA went just went rogue on one topic, nope, they are completely lost. Another proposed resolution called for educators to fight against the institutionally racist systems that plague education and America. Yep. Because according to the left, every aspect of America is racist. The resolution blames white supremacy as the root cause for institutional racism, structural racism, and white privilege. Wow. So that's a look at government-run schools and the largest teachers union in those schools. All right. Next, let's talk about Joe and Hunter Biden. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about Joe Biden and especially his activities involving his son, Hunter. As you know, Hunter Biden's laptop has produced a wealth of information on shady business dealings with China, Russia, you name it. This is the same information that was suppressed by the media and big tech before the 2020 election. And then they came out later and said, Yes, it's a legitimate story. And yes, the laptop has information on it. That's real. Remember when they tried to call it Russian disinformation? Well, the story is back. And why? Because Joe Biden continues to lie and mislead regarding his involvement with his son's business dealings. Recall that Hunter Biden was named to the board of Burisma Holdings with no prior experience in the energy sector. That company was being investigated by a prosecutor in Ukraine and Joe Biden had that person removed from the investigation. Hunter Biden's emails and texts from his laptop often refer to business dealings and the influence of the big guy. Joe Biden has said over and over that he has never discussed Hunter's overseas shady business dealings with his son. And yet in 2018, the New York Times did a story on Hunter Biden and Chinese oil company CEFC. Regarding that story, the Daily Mail has uncovered a voice message from Joe to Hunter discussing the story before it was to come out in the printed version of the New York Times. Hey, pals, Dad. It's 8.15 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Not, nothing urgent. just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, was going to be printed tomorrow in the Times. was good. I think you're clear. And, uh, I think you're clear? Now, just for some background, this company that Hunter Biden was dealing with, CEFC, its chairman was arrested in China, and the chairman's number one guy, Patrick Ho, had been convicted of bribery. Hunter refers to Ho as the spy chief of China. This is who Hunter was dealing with, and it sure sounds like the big guy, Joe Biden, 
knows what's going on. This led to an interesting exchange at the White House press briefing, where apparently the most transparent White House ever continued its longstanding practices of dodging, evading, and not being transparent. Here's Fox News' Peter Ducey putting the question to White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre. Why is there a voicemail of the president talking to his son about his overseas business dealings if the president has said he's never spoken to his son about his overseas business dealings? Well, first I'll say that uh, what the president said stands. So if he if that's what the president said that he, that is what stands and Usually second secondly New York Times article but secondly concerning Hunter secondly Biden's business dealings and here, he says i think you're clear how is that not him talking to his son about his overseas business dealings we're not from this podium i am not going to talk about alleged materials from the laptop so i will i'm not voice on the voicemail i am not going to talk about alleged materials on the laptop are it's you not happening then that it is not peter i refer you to uh, to his son's representative. There's so much wrong with that exchange. And it's no wonder that the American people are frustrated with Joe Biden and Washington in general. If you actually listen to the question, Ducey did not ask about the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop, and yet that's all Jean-Pierre kept referring to. Ducey is asking about a voicemail with Joe Biden's voice on it and pushing two main questions. Is that Joe Biden's voice? And if so, how does that message gel with the fact that Biden says he never talked about his son's overseas business dealings? She didn't answer either question. Fortunately, Ducey wasn't left on his own to ask about the voice message. Here's a follow-up question on Joe Biden's silence on this matter, given the fact that Joe Biden said he'd always level with the American people. In, in public, he says he, he hasn't discussed these business dealings. And then at least according to the, the voicemail that's been obtained by the Daily Mail and the Washington Examiner, it certainly seems like he was seeking to do exactly that, have a conversation about these business dealings. Is he leveling with the, the American public on this? Phil, I hear your question, but what I can tell you from here, standing at this podium, is that I cannot comment on any materials from the laptop. And I would refer you to the representatives of, uh, of Hunter Biden. That's what I can share with you at this podium at this time. Is it any wonder that even liberal reporters are getting frustrated with the Biden administration? It's like this combination of incompetence, willful planning to hurt America, and corruption all rolled into one. All right, next let's talk about the Strategic Petroleum Reserve after a word from our sponsor. Friends, I have an urgent warning for you from my friends at Goldco. The last time the economy looked like this, the market tanked 50%. Millions of people watched their retirement savings disappear. We could be looking at a recession far worse than 2008. If you have $50,000 or more in your retirement savings, you could be at the greatest risk. So call my friends at Goldco at 855-700-6173 to get a free gold IRA kit and learn how thousands are protecting their money now. You could get $10,000 or more in free silver. That's 855-700-6173. Okay, next let's talk about gas prices in the Strategic Petroleum Reserves. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. I wanna talk about America's Strategic Petroleum Reserves because unless I'm mistaken, those reserves are stored by our country for our country in times of emergencies. No one could argue, and I'd say rightly so, that we don't need to be touching those reserves. We have plenty of energy here in America. 
In fact, we lead the world in recoverable oil. We just have an administration that is purposely trying to hurt our economy, jobs, and family budgets by driving prices so high that somehow we'll just all turn to our, our focus to green energy. It's a ridiculous proposition. Solar and wind can't generate nearly the output that fossil fuels can. And the administration turns away from the cleanest energy, nuclear, as well. But back to the point of this segment. The Biden administration has been releasing millions of barrels of oil from the reserves for this emergency. But guess what? Some of it is not going to Americans at all. It's being shipped overseas, including to countries like China. Here's the story. President Joe Biden's administration allowed over 5 million barrels of American oil released from the U.S. emergency reserves to be sent overseas to Europe and Asia, including China last month, despite the administration's claim that releasing oil from the reserves would provide some relief to Americans feeling the pain at the pump. According to Reuters, the Biden administration is releasing roughly 1 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve each day until October a move that is draining the emergency supply, which dropped to its lowest since 1986 in June. What's going on here? It's as if Biden and his team are so driven to transforming this country into some woke left-wing socialist nation that they forgot about the people in America. Open borders? Sure, we'll let illegals flood the border, bringing crime, gangs, drugs, human trafficking. Rising inflation? Oh, we'll just do even more spending, which just raises inflation. And sky-high gas prices? The Biden plan is to limit what America can produce, blame other countries, and then send our own reserves overseas. This is beyond incompetence. Here's more. According to U.S. Customs data, one of the largest U.S. oil refineries, Phillips 66, shipped nearly 470,000 barrels of sour crude from Texas to Italy, which is home to a pipeline that transports oil to Central Europe. Atlantic Trading and Marketing also exported over 1.1 million barrels. Industry sources told Reuters that cargoes of crude were also bound for the Netherlands, India, and China. So with this breaking story, of course the question came up during the White House press briefing this week. Check it out. Um, and then there's a Reuters report um, out this morning that says that more than 5 million barrels of oil that were released from the emergency of oil reserves were exported to Europe and Asia last month, and some of it reportedly was actually heading to China. Uh, is the administration aware of those reports? And um, you know, does, it, does the president mind that some of this oil that was meant to uh, ease pain for consumers is headed overseas? Exactly. Releasing oil from the strategic reserves is supposed to help Americans. Why is it headed around the world? And in typical fashion for Corinne Jean-Pierre, Here's her response. I have not seen that report, so I would honestly have to go look into it and see what what the truth is in that in that uh, statement that you just laid out and see exactly what's happening. I, I just have not seen that report. I hope reporters stay on this because the Biden administration is actively hurting this country. He's not defending the Constitution and he is not looking out for the American people. Okay, so we've had the National Education Association, Hunter Biden and his business dealings, and Joe Biden sending American reserves overseas. We need to ask them, do you have a relaxed brain? I got what you call like, I don't know, a relaxed brain. Okay, here's some relaxed brain for you for this Friday, and we'll go back to the topic of education. 
Recall Lowell High School in San Francisco. This was one of the top performing public schools in the country. It had merit-based admissions. Well, the woke radical left came in and changed all of that. Instead of getting admitted to this prestigious school based on merit, the model was changed to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Here's what happened. At Lowell High School, formerly one of only two public schools in the district with a merit-based admission system, 24.4% of freshmen received at least one D or F in the fall semester, compared to 7.9% in the fall of 2020 and 7.7% in the fall of 2019, according to the San Francisco Unified School District data obtained by the San Francisco Chronicle. These numbers represent a tripling of students receiving those grades from 2020 to 2021, which also represents the time frame for the change from a merit-based admission system. According to the Chronicle, increases in poor grades also existed in grades 10 through 12, students who were admitted into the school based on merit, but the increases were slight comparatively. School officials are saying that the increase was due to COVID and remote learning and lockdowns. However, the freshman class was a result of the new inclusion strategy, while the other classes were still merit-based. The freshman class is the only one that saw significantly worse results than previous years. Oh, and by the way, staying in California, the Los Angeles Unified School District is training teachers and staff that merit and individualism are concepts rooted in whiteness. According to Fox News, employees who underwent the training were also required to identify the specific ways the constructs of privilege, whiteness, merit, and individualism may be present in your settings, and then determine the immediate changes you'll personally make, small or large, to promote increased racial and cultural sensitivity, inclusiveness, and awareness in your work. And then back to energy, here's Biden's energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm, on Biden's green agenda. We are pursuing these very ambitious goals, most ambitious in history, which is to reduce our CO2 emissions by, in half by 2030, 100% clean electricity by 2035, and net zero carbon emissions by 2050. That's what it is. That agenda is not going to happen, and it would completely destroy the American economy if it did. Not to mention our national security when you consider which nations control the resources and manufacturing for rechargeable batteries and similar materials. But that's the Biden administration, driving us to ruin and blaming Putin in the process. And then, how about some headlines from the Babylon Bee? First, in election news, we have this headline. Dick Cheney thrilled to no longer be least likable Cheney. That's for sure. And then, on the legislative front, we have this. Democrats proudly introduced the raise gas prices even higher and make more kids trans bill. The Democrats are completely embracing the woke radical leftist agenda. And that headline sums up things perfectly. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll be off next week for vacation, but I'll be back after that. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.